the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with two of my friends who I just uh, really cherish, both of them, and I'm so grateful for them. They are the principals of an organization called Transformation Continuum. And um, I'll start with introducing Sabrina uh, Sabrina Schaefer is a global leader with a track record of really achieving exceptional results. She has a background in technology and behavioral psychology and learning enablement. And um, she is in- integral in the uh, transformation continuum strategy, which is multifaceted in terms of kind of looking at technology from a behavioral lens and from a um, from an analytical lens, if you will. And, and some of the things just in her bio that are kind of interesting, I think that sort of, uh, really help bolster some of the things that she's doing both with Love Never Fails and then in the tech world is being a former litigator, litigator and a behavioral analyst. Um, and, um, really looking at the way relationships data work together to create outcomes and hopefully exceptional performance. And so we're so excited for um, you to be on the sh- show, Sabrina. Thank you and welcome to the show. And and um, and with you is uh, your your partner in justice, your partner in in in, uh, in tech, and that is Joe Onisik. And Joe, um, I you know I I have some funny stories to tell about Joe, but we'll do that later. But Joe is really he's he's an IT t- a veteran that is helping to shape the mindset of the industry. He has extensive experience creating go to market strategies for new products and technology um, just over the last decade. And he has definitely been a strategic business catalyst um, uh, uh, or or an advocate of IT as a strategic business catalyst, um, really redefining the approach to the fusion of tech and business. And so, um, you know, he provides such an insight about uh, what works in the industry, what doesn't it work in the industry. And and he has this passion of giving back that he he uh, integrates into that insight and that work, uh, which um, he believes is um, is um, an important part of a successful formula. And so we're so grateful uh, to have both you, uh, Sabrina and Joe, on the show. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That's quite an intro. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of words, but uh, no, it's it's good stuff, and it's important for people to know. Um, I think one thing that I've um, just been in awe of is how um, many smart people um, with you know the the same bleeding hearts that I have um, are wanting to come to the table to work and serve and care for our community and use tech as a platform for, for good. And um, both of you exemplify that and um, have just been 
relentless uh, in in coming alongside us. Uh, Love never fails in helping us to equip some of our students and um, and just really trying to be creative. How can we, as a tech firm, right, support this work? And so I, you know, I'm I'm really grateful to both of you, and I love to um, the. In the the clinical insight that you've brought to this, because I think oftentimes that is um, a piece that's new to people in the corporate world or in the tech world. And so I want to start off with you, Joe, and just kind of um, I, I mentioned. So I met Joe um, at Cisco and I remember Joe has, has underwent he's undergone quite a, a personal transformation that I'm a witness to. But I, I remember seeing you, Joe, at a couple of uh, events at Cisco, and I thought this guy is like crazy, stupid, smart, and um, and and he's and he's crazy too. He's not just crazy, <laughs> crazy smart, but he, he's a little cray cray. <laughs> that is fair. That is very fair. <laughs> and I just no, but I, I, you know, there was there was always an edge about you, and you really. Um, you've from the very beginning always been adamant about giving back and and caring about people around you and um, and I want to dig into that a little bit, Joe. Where does that come from? You know what it, what what motivates you in that regard? You know, is that a personal thing? Is that something you've observed? Where, where does that come from? It, it, I guess it, Vanessa, it it came from my background and and by. By choice of my own, I threw away a lot of opportunities in life. So I, I scraped together my tech career from the ground up, but that was by, by childish stupidity. I would have had better opportunities if I'd have taken advantage of them. So I was born with them and threw them out. Um, but I was able to build a career as a high school dropout um, with no education, you know, with no further education in tech. And I've always found it to be really powerful for creating opportunity because it did so for me. And so any chance I get to extend that opportunity and, and build that ladder bigger and better for the next round, is something I want to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. And, you know, for those who are listening that are saying, you know, I, you know, I know I'm smart, but um, I've never, I don't have all the you know, degrees, all the acronyms, if you will, behind my my name. Um, I, I want you to hear more about Joe's story because when I say, you know, he was he was a little bit crazy. That's just because he would speak his mind. He would speak up in meetings when everybody else w- wasn't willing or was too afraid. And I think that um, that boldness comes from the experience that you had. You know, of of um, you know, really, what do I have to lose? Right. I'm here. I don't think this is going to work. I don't think that's going to operate well. And um, and I've done some tinkering. I've done some looking into this. I haven't been taught by somebody and I'm not just buying into some philosophy. I know it myself. Right. And um, there's there's power in that. And a lot of the students that we represent um, come from a similar experience. And so that's encouraging. That's really encouraging. Um, what about you, Sabrina? What you know? What where does all of this um, start for you? Um, you know, your background in in, in in behavioral analysis and in litigation and in tech. Like, how did that begin? You know, it's so funny. Life. Um, you never end up in life where you really plan on. You know, it doesn't matter how much planning you do. Um, so I always joke this was my you know tech was my third career by thirty. Um, I had a clinic that yeah focused on uh, behavioral analysis and things like that, and um, then went on to practice law, and then got into the IT world. So it really goes to show you, you know, the community and the students that you support. There really is no perfect way into IT, and there is really no limit. You know, um, what really drives me and motivates me is, you know, I'm I'm an immigrant, so when we moved to the states. You know, um, there was just so much opportunity. Wow. And it really was that there was no limit. You know, you could really do anything that you worked hard enough for. And so kind of being able to pass the mic on to other people and, um, you know, work with them and work up with them. And it's always just been a motivator of mine. And so it's really exciting to work with some of the folks, you know, some of your students, for instance, and just, you know, see where they are now. And I just have these big dreams for them. And I can't wait to see where they are, you know, in yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine months, whatever it might be, you know, it's yeah. 
It is. I can't, you know, when I think about, uh, there's one young lady that comes to mind. She's not in tech, but um, I remember meeting her at 18 and she had just come out of the life a few months prior and she really didn't like me very much. And she just, um, she gave me attitude and she rolled her eyes when we talked and, and, um, and fast forward now she's 24 and she's the foster mom of three or two children. She's adopted one of her foster children. Um, she's a survivor, you know, she's a, she's a public speaker. She's an accountant. She's a business owner. Um, she owns her own popcorn business. And I'm just, every time I think about her, I am, I am absolutely floored and blown away. Like, um, you know, I just say that's one of those people that it's like, okay, I'm done. You know, I can go to heaven now. <laughs> so <laughs> she's, uh, she's, uh, really inspirational and, and there, and there's so many opportunities to, to do that. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about, um, transformation continuum and, um, your philosophy as a company, you, you both are the principals. I want to, I want the listening audience to understand, you know, you have your personal story, but how does that integrate into your corporate strategy? And so we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Sabrina Schaefer and Joe Onisik, and they are the principals of Transformation Continuum. Uh, we heard in the last segment sort of what is, what their why is, what makes them tick as it relates to issues like human trafficking or homelessness or serving veterans. You know, these are all of the sort of the vulnerable populations that we are reaching out to with our IT biz program. Um, and so we're, again, so grateful to uh, both of them uh, personally and their organization, Transformation Continuum, uh, where they are both principals. And so I wanted to start off um, with asking you, and either of you can respond, but, you know, you you founded this organization, Transformation Continuum, I want to say it was three years ago, or was it longer? It was, uh, it was not quite that long. It was February of this year. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I don't know why I thought it was, uh, or uh, was, maybe it was other endeavors you guys were working on, but. It's, it's 2020. It's 2020. It feels like three years. I know. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's a multiplier effect. It, yeah. I know my hair was um, just gray all around. I, I went and got blonde highlights to hide some of it. It's been really a rough year here. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, so just thinking a little bit about sort of the philosophy, what, you know, what, what is transformation continuum about and how does giving back uh, in, you know, how do you include giving back in your corporate culture? So that, that's that's great. So Sabrina and I had been had been working together in a couple of capacities at different companies for a while, and just really clicked from a, a work perspective. She's a go getter. I'm a go getter. We're both workaholics. We both see things the same way, and and we kind of kept talking about this issue that goes on in our industry with the transition from from what a vendor thinks the market wants to how they take it to market and how they use the channel to get it to market and how they help customers adopt it. 
and and everyone's losing at every step of the cycle because there's these places that could we saw that could be really smoothed out and driving a product to create to help solve a business challenge. So long story short, we we kept seeing it and decided like we're not risk averse. Let's let's go attack this gap. Let's go help people with this, and 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 build that out. And then immediately it was just kind of timing with with in fact with getting everything started and and you had a love never fails event that you invited us to and and it was just why would we wait until we're a big company to think about what we want to do to give back why don't we build it from the ground up and incorporate it into our ethos wow well we're so grateful and um you know you guys participated in the mock interviews and we're in discussions about establishing a a formal internship program with you all and um, we have a few students that you've interviewed and you've provided feedback for. And, um, you know, that just is um, it's just a strand of hope that you're extending to uh, people who are in our community that are are really, you know, these individuals just graduated. Um, they obtained their their Google IT certifications after, you know, 13 weeks of working hard at um at um, completing that and, you know, to be able to meet with, with you and to receive your feedback is really valuable. So um, just, you know, I know that you're fair, you know, fairly young in this, right. As a, as a corporation, but I've been talking with Sabrina and she's sort of connecting all these amazing people, which it's funny, Sabrina, the people you've been connecting to us, like Pam and Bill, you know, I mean, I love these people that you're connecting us to uh, that are for people that we've known from the Cisco community. Um, and so some of what, you know, an organ, a small organization such as yourself that's just starting out uh, can do is to be a connector, right? I mean, that, Sabrina, you know, you, that you're like the queen of connection, right? Um Although on your on your bio, what, what was it that we saw here? Your sunshine tornado. So I don't know. Queen of connection, queen, sunshine tornado. Where, where'd you get that name? Oh, boy. Well, I guess, you know, a little teaser. You're going to have to watch the video. No. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's somehow tied into I might be a little bit fast paced, maybe. Type A, right? I mean, look at what we're doing. We're going to go after these big grants together. We're going to start this internship. We're going to do it with some of the largest tech companies in the world. Yeah. You know, you got to think big. And it doesn't matter how, I mean, that's what you stand for. That's what Love Never Fails stands for, right? It doesn't matter where you are or how big you are. You can still make an impact. And yeah, maybe that's the sunshine part. And the tornado, I think, is just kind of getting everyone spun up. I don't know. Yeah. You think that, uh, does that I hold true? That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely, you're shining a light everywhere you spin, Sabrina. <laughs> so um, anyway, well, I'm, I'm so grateful um, that you guys have decided to start your company, um, it, you know, with with this component integrated. And so just thinking a little bit about the students and kind of the philosophy right now, you know, we, we, we've had the opportunity to meet with uh, a couple of your um, colleagues, your friends and, and, and colleagues in the government space. And there's a lot of focus on apprenticeships right now. Uh, You know, apprenticeship development is um, really being looked at as the way to source uh, net new staff in the future because uh, of the lower cost of acquisition and the longevity to uh, in in the placement of the individual if we can get them trained right if we can get them trained right and there's a whole sort of system as a matter of fact there's a system that's called built uh, that is an acronym I should know what it stands for but it's it was designed um, by let me see here built it was designed i was just looking for the um uh looking for what the acronym stands for but it it was designed to help schools to design uh tech training programs more dynamically so that they align with the needs of businesses such as yours um and i think it's it's interesting because uh the you know formal education outfits for your university to your anniversary they're becoming really challenged to keep up 
with the needs, uh, the true needs of the industry. And I wanted to get your perspective. And Joe, you talked about kind of these gaps in, in, in product um, deployment and product designs and, and product integration efforts. Um, how does that integrate? How does that uh, play out when you're talking about gaps in skill sets? That is is a great question, and that's actually that's a big component of what we do for our customers is is, is helping them figure out those gaps in skill sets. But when you look at the recruiting pipeline, we all have this idea that we can interview the perfect person, and if they can answer all the questions, if they answer all the questions right, then we've got this person that's going to plug and play. And never in the history of tech has anyone plugged and play. We have to earn, learn the culture, the bureaucracy of your company, the way you do things. Even if the engineering stays the same, there's still a lot of growth and mentoring you're going to have to do to get me to be a proper employee for your company. And so we, we forget all these things that are going to have to be taught anyway, and we look for these perfect people. And what we end up doing, A, is, is, is stunting our hiring process, but B, we start creating these, these people that are single siloed. So I, it's easy for me to go out and hire a network engineer that knows everything top down to bottom, but if they don't know anything outside that box because they've always focused in that box. And that's one of the things I find amazing about the candidates that you have, Vanessa, is this varied experience, good and bad. All of these things give them a set of perspective that I'm not going to get out of that, that person that sends their resume to me on LinkedIn. And that's invaluable. They get to see from a different angle, understand things in a way I couldn't understand because their experience is different and add value that I couldn't have asked for on a resume. Right. And I think that's what we do is we limit ourselves down to like, let's get this college graduate and let's get this and that. Well, great. You're getting a bunch of vanilla candidates and you're giving yourself a vanilla product view. Wow. Wow. I've never heard it said like that vanilla candidates, but that's really, I think the thing that I, um, and I, you know, I'm a little biased because I came to tech with a very broken background and a very different perspective than most of the people that I was around. And it, it tended to allow me to see things from a different lens. Um, you know, having been, um, without, you know, living in poverty most of my life gave me a lens for, uh, you know, for example, my last, my last gig was pr- uh, creating products for small, medium businesses. And I had had a, a heart for a small business and the heart of somebody who is taking their only savings, you know, that they've been building up for the last 10 years and creating a business out of that. And what is what are the things that they need to to really bring their 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 passion into a, a full vision? And and sometimes we um, we the insight that someone who has not come from these backgrounds is lost on someone who doesn't understand that there there is this extra layer of vision. Right. That you 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 bring to bear when you come from a diverse background or when you come from a different background. And, and, and I think there's space for all of us to be at the table, but uh, it's really awesome the way that you've kind of um, kind of teased that out because we, we, um, we often want this cookie cutter, you know, you went to, you got to go before your university, you need to a, be a student, but are you a critical thinker? Are you dynamic? What do you do when things go wrong? Do you know how to, are you resilient? You know, these are the things that oftentimes are going to be the difference between making it and not making it in some of these uh, product launches, some of these market transitions, um, you know, and things like that. So what about you, Sabrina? How do you see this? And especially I'd love your perspective. Um, And actually, we're going to take a quick break because I'm getting ahead of myself. This is getting exciting. But I'd love to when we come back from the break, I'd love to hear from you, Sabrina. How do you see this from a psychological clinical standpoint, you know, with your behavioral uh, analysis and insight? um, You know, what do you see clinically here? We'll, We'll come right back and hear from Sabrina. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. 
Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Joe uh, Onisic and Sabrina Schaefer, who are the principals of Transformation Continuum. And we're having a discussion about uh, their organization, their why as to giving back and incorporating a giving back into their culture, starting from the very beginning of the formation of their business. Um, and then now we're kind of talking a little bit about how uh, to build their, t- how to build a team, how to build a team that's set up for success and even considering apprenticeships, uh, apprentices and interns as part of that mix. And so I wanted to just share a few data points and then get your perspective on this from a, a, a behavioral or clinical standpoint, um, uh, Sabrina, about you know, the, the power of bringing a diverse team together. So um, I, I was looking at some data the other day as I was assembling a, a grant, and it said in 2019, the U.S. Department of Labor's Bureau of Labor Statistics said that 25% of those in the IT field were women, with Hispanic women and African-American women representing just 2 and 3% respectively of the workforce. And so there is just a just a disproportionate um, um, misrepresentation or lack of representation of Hispanic and African-American women in this industry as a whole. And yet, you know, we know that this there's several um, there's several, uh, especially in the cybersecurity space, there's a tremendous vacancy in terms of talent. You know, there's a need for talent. And so. Tell me, what is your perspective, you know, when you think about building diverse teams, what's the what's the value to a corporation in doing that? Is it just for feel good? What, what, what you, what's your take there? I mean, well, it does feel good. Um, you know, there's just so much from a from a true, you know, behavioral psychology standpoint. There's just so much science to back it up that, you know, diverse teams think differently. Right. So they make better decisions. Because at the end of the day, we're solving problems. And if you want to solve big problems, right, you need to have people who think differently and who really can dissect a problem um, from different angles and different perspectives. Because all of a sudden, then you really are creating a true experience and you're really leveraging um, all that technology and business and strategy and people really bring together. You know, that truly is the digital revolution that truly is digital transformation. So in order to do that, you need to have those kinds of people who have those unique perspectives, right? And there's also, you want that moldable piece. You want somebody who's dedicated to your team, who's open, who's learning. And a lot of these folks have proven that they are interested in learning and looking at um, technology and business problems differently. And then Mm -hmm. of course, um, you know, diverse teams just, help drive a better culture. You know, people are more invested in their outcomes, um, in their clients and in their partnerships and then in each other. So ultimately, I, you know, it, it drives the top line, it drives the bottom line, it drives culture, it drives innovation. It's just so key to really staying relevant going forward. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was, uh, I was looking at another again for these grants. I mean, these grants are driving me crazy, Ah! but, uh, you know, I'm doing a lot of research to kind of really back up because I, a lot of the things that drive me are just like, just, just human factors, right? Just because I care about people, because I love people. I want to see them succeed, but 
you got to have data, right? You're dealing with corporations, you got to have data. And so uh, I saw something that said once or companies achieve 25 to 30% diverse representation, specifically minority representation, they reach a tipping point resulting in permanent power shifts and cultural changes within companies, industries, and society at large. And sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's not felt right away, but there's something that happens over time when you start to make room for these differences. There's a stretching. That's what I, I like to, you know, I like to, um, just refer to it that way. I have to, in order to, you know, in order to relate to or be with somebody who's not like me, I have to stretch myself. And in that stretching, I learn something and I'm better for it. And so, um, well, awesome. Anyway, I just, um, I'm so um, grateful. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here with you guys, but I hope, uh, hopefully the the listening audience is um, kind of thinking about that and maybe considering how might I add some more diversity to my teams? How might I um, not, you know, hopefully it's not just to um, uh, grow the, you know, grow the dollar bill there, but to uh, make, you know, make your car, your company, make the community a better place. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about futuristically, you know, like you, you said something, Sabrina, about we're going to go and we're going to, we're going to take on, you know, you, you had a, um, you had a tornado, a sunshine tornado moment. We are like, we're going to take on the, you know, all the, the corporate, the, the big corporations out there. there. And, yeah. I love that. Uh, you know, I love that. It's like, I'm not the only, See, Bill, um, Joe, we're we're not the only cray cray in the room. We got another one. <laughs> we got good company. We got good company here. Right. So you know, I, I want to come back and get a little crazy. We're gonna, in this next segment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to I want to hear your thoughts. Like, what might we look like? You know, in the years to come, post COVID. What, you know, what does an organization like Love Never Fails, you know, I know that um, this is what you guys do. You dream big. So I'd love to get your take. What, you know, what, what should we be doing um, and what door should we be knocking on? And, and, and what do you think about, um, you know, the, the ways in which the students that we serve, you met them firsthand uh, will be best served. So when we come back, we're going to hear from just a kind of, Big, big whale uh, brainstorming and uh, with uh, with Joe and Sabrina and have a little fun with it. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Um, so we were just chatting about um, a variety of things, you know, um, uh, the clinical aspect and the reason why the business case really for diversity and inclusion. But um, I wanted to, you know, turn around and kind of dream big. Uh, I remember we would have these sort of brainstorming sessions at Cisco 
um, where, you know, think tank sessions, right? And so just kind of tuning up into that space. Uh, what do you see, um, either one of you, whoever wants to answer first, like, what do you see as sort of the big, the big idea that we should uh, go and, and start working on to really make an impact for the students we serve? I, I think uh, I think the biggest thing that we could really do is, is build a bigger pipeline for them to get out into the environment. Groups of people who are willing to take them on in the first stage of apprenticeships and mentorships and then companies that are willing to, to hire them in entry level roles uh, and understand the value that they're getting out of it. It's, uh, you can't. You can't go out and get guarantees like we could offer through your programs and other pieces we can add on to it. And so they know they get somebody trained, well-versed in the terminology in the industry. As that entry-level person, it speeds up their revenue pipeline and provides opportunity while it's feeding diversity back into our industry. And again, the pipeline is not our industry's problem with diversity, but adding more diversity to the pipeline sure isn't going to hurt the problem at the top end. Yeah. I like that. So what you're saying is, I'm just making sure I'm, I'm catching you, is that is that we fill the pipeline, you know, we're, we happen to be going after diverse candidates, but at the end of the day, it's really for, for the employers, it's really about filling these roles, correct? And so just getting someone to buy into uh, sourcing their apprenticeships from this pipeline, is that is that kind of what you're what you're saying? Absolutely. If they want to be a bean counter, then the value to them is a near guaranteed entry level IT person, right? Then that's a beautiful value on its own. The diversity can be thought of as a bonus checkbox for them. You know, to me, I would be looking at the diversity as the primary checkbox, but they get both is the point. They get something plus diversity. Yeah, no, that's good. And then what would you say just, you know, kind of pushing back a little bit on you, because I, I do hear a lot of objections is that, well, they're not trained at the level, you know, that I could get a four year college graduate. They're they're They've got a cert under their belt, but, they, you know, they're they're not trained at that college level. They don't have that polish that I that I want to see. And that's that's fair, but I you know, I don't have a college degree and I don't have that polish, but I'm pretty successful. I don't have college degree on any of the requirements for any of my job openings and we expect to be very successful. You need knowledge, adaptability, you need somebody who can think in the moment and perform a task. You need somebody who can bring experience parallel and outside to the given task. I'd take the candidates you've got over the candidates I see in the field because they're so, in many cases, as a generalization, just so myopic in their focus and their knowledge that they can't really work on the things I need them to because they can't context switch fast enough. Mm, okay. So they're more malleable. I, 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 that's, wow, that's good. Okay. And what do you think, Sabrina? So building upon what Joe just shared, you know, what, what you know you and you've been knocking on doors to get some coaching in right for the, some of the students so that uh, the graduates so that they you know they have more of that polish we we do some fundamental work but i think you know work over time uh with someone who's in the in the field is going to be an just an amazing bonus right add on what else what what else do we need to be doing you know i um when i entered the it world you know <laughs> I remember walking to my office for the first time going, I was in a courtroom last week. I don't belong here. <laughs> you know, so I totally get imposter syndrome and, you know, meeting so many of your students, Joe's right. You're, you're hiring for characteristics. Anybody will tell you that, right? Read anything on Warren Buffett, any of the, you know, uh, great business leaders and they'll tell you you're hiring characteristics, not necessarily uh, spe specific accolades or achievements. Not always, but most of the time. So, you know, just to kind of parallel off of what Joe is saying, a lot of it is not necessarily the technical acumen, although that's important. Um, it's sometimes just a couple hours with a mentor. And it's not anything different than we've all received. You know, if anything, I learned early on is to get a good mentor and get as many great mentors as you can. Um, in fact, Vanessa, Joe, you both know many of my mentors. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have not been shy. So I think... Sometimes teaching someone the power of, of saying, I don't know, and asking good questions is all they really need to get that sort of springboard to the next step and a little bit of confidence. So sometimes it's social emotional. Sometimes it's helping with things like executive functioning, right? How do we plan for this kind of stuff? How do you jump on a WebEx? Silly stuff like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, again, as, as we've been talking about, you're, you're, you know, creating so much benefit for both your organization and 
you know, the individual, the community, you name it. So it's just so powerful. It's just so powerful. And so this is a bit controversial, but I know, you know, I'll just throw it out there. I want to get your take on it. Um, We, you know, as the market is evolving and technology is continuing to disrupt markets, many uh, service uh, uh, people who work in the service community are being displaced from their jobs. And this is something I have some passion about because I feel like uh, tech is creating that that disruption. And I, and I also, you know, and, and, and just so you know, women and diverse, uh, racially diverse candidates are usually the ones that are holding those service jobs, which are going to be replaced by robots or kiosks and things like that and automation. Um, what do you, what's, what is tech, the tech world's responsibility, if any, to uh, these individuals to retrain them or, you know, what, what's your take on that? That's a tough one, right? That's uh, I, I don't know that I would harp. I don't know that I would say that tech companies necessarily have a responsibility. I would say that we should be creating opportunity because it benefits everybody. We should yeah. be going out and creating that training and doing it. Would I say they should be mandated or should it be a responsibility? No, but if they're not doing it, shame on them. And it's not good for them in the long run, right? We need yeah. these people to have lucrative jobs. It builds our economy. It helps everybody. It creates new customers for those tech companies. We all win. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've, I've often, uh, you know, wondered, is that something that, you know, requires, should be looked at from a policy standpoint? And so what I hear you saying is, no, you know, um, we should keep things sort of the free market as it is, but there should be a social corporate responsibility that's looking at this. Well, I think I waffled a little more than that. I didn't say yes or no. I I, I did not take a stance. I I think it should be done. And typically humans, when they don't want to do the right thing, then policy is the way to fix that. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Sabrina? You you know, you've got that litigation background. What what do you think? What what, what should we be doing? Do we need some bills and propositions and <laughs> I think in some case and you know you know I've I've um I've I've co-authored a bill and you know that's now law in Illinois and and we're working on some you know with some legislators now and and congressmen and and I think that they're it's bigger than that you know maybe I'm going a little too big but that's what I like to do um it's so much more than a job it's the possibility that love never fails opens up right it's the hope, it's the housing and, um, you know, even down to the clothes that you provide for them for interviews mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's so much bigger. Um, I think it goes into funding for sure. I mm-hmm. think that's a big piece of it. Um, getting the word out and making sure people understand really, you know, sort of the ripple effect of, of the work that Love Never Fails is doing and the capabilities and potential of the students that come out of IT biz. So I, I think it's a little bit bigger. I could see some um, policy changes, but that's very fickle. And, you know, having worked very closely with many lobbyists, mm-hmm. um, I think we can have an even bigger impact if we just hand them a microphone and start building and have them build with us. Yeah. Well, and that's definitely been my approach is to really take, you know, take the hope road, take the hope road and just uh, compel people to do the right thing. So I, I hope um, that um, someone will be listening in and want to lean into this with transformation continuum. We, you have been such a blessing to us and our students. Um, and, um, you know, the hope is that we'll have a whole community of small, medium and large businesses that say, um, I, you know, sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to help with this problem and solve it and, you know, create a better community. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about things that are going on in our community, uh, ways that you can engage, engage with Love Never Fails. Um, and so we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. 
Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we were just chatting during the break about a, a, a perfect use case. Joe, would you just repeat what we were just discussing about sort of the scenarios that, you know, are real, real scenarios that are happening um, as it relates to some of the students that we, you know, we, we serve? Yeah, yeah, we were talking. So I was a, a, di- a director and a hiring manager at a Fortune 100 tech company, and, and I was looking for a junior software developer. Entry level was the requirement, know how to code, and we understand we're going to have to teach you some things. And so we were looking for a couple of weeks, and I kept getting these candidates with great degrees, John Hopkins University and you name it, and they, they couldn't answer a handful of basic questions, even though their degrees were in the right space around programming and program and in code. Um, and eventually, I just went to the recruiter and said, hey, look, I, I don't need college grads. Find me people that went to computer schools or self-taught. I don't care if they have dropouts of anything. Bring me whoever. And immediately we were hitting the candidates we needed. They could answer the questions. They were eager. They had much more of a, what can I do for you? What it can, how can I get involved attitude than that? This is what you need to do to get me attitude. It was, a, it was night and day. Yeah. Wow. And that's, and that is it. And then the other, you know, piece that I've noticed is it's just the longevity, right? Staying in the position for a year or two years or three years longer than that other individual. Right. So, you know, hopefully, um, you know, these, these are some great uh, scenarios to think through as a, uh, as our listening audience is thinking about staffing their own organizations and or, you know, thinking about how they can help advocate for one of our students. Again, thank you so much uh, to both of you, Sabrina and Joe, for your commitment to um, the, the work that we're doing. And uh, we look forward to growing with you as you go crazy, as you take the, on the world by storm, right? Right, uh, sunshine tornado. That's right, and have fun doing it. That's, that's the best right. Part. Oh, that's it's going to be good. Awesome. Okay. Well, I wanted to just share a few ways in which you can engage with us. Uh, Love never fails. Um, ongoing. We have our self study classes. Uh, intro to introduction to cybersecurity, Internet of Things. Um, we have our um, entrepreneurship uh, classes all th- through our uh, Cisco Networking Academy available online. And you can sign up today for free at uh, loveneverfailsus.com forward slash ITBiz. Um, so you go ahead and sign up today. Um, anyone with a hardship. So under under. Um, uh, underserved, under-resourced, uh, either because of you've been trafficked or domestic violence or abuse or veteran or undocumented or homeless or re-entry or foster care, any of those sort of challenges, um, those uh, those are qualifiers for our program to receive those free classes. And then we are working on a Cisco Certified Technician cohort that we will be starting up in January. So we're very excited about that. We also have some d- digital literacy classes that you could take. Maybe you're new to tech. You could take that also at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash ITBiz. Maybe you're a little bit more advanced and you want to learn more about Python scripting and IT automation. You can take that also at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash ITBiz. Um, and then lastly, we have a class coming up. Um, it is a, a coding, uh, we're coding a video game using Python on um, Saturday, November the 14th from 10 to 1 p.m. 
Uh, we will st- we will have our teacher, Rene Chef, who is, a, as you all know, our uh, he's a senior in high school, uh, president of the cybersecurity club, and he is the teacher of the class. He's been doing this for us for about a year. It's a lot of fun. Um, we do Kahoot activities and just a variety of things throughout the day. And then we end our time together by sending you uh, a um, ICAP uh, T-shirt and a DoorDash lunch card. So you definitely want to um, join us and you can join us by signing up at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash event. Um, we also want to encourage you. Our community store is now open again. Yay. So come on out Monday through Friday, 12 to 5 p.m. As you all know, we have our survivors working in the store, um, getting integrated into the, you know, daily working and all of the life skills that go along with that. And they're also now offering the career closet that Sabrina mentioned. So 12 to 5, Monday through Friday, 22580 Grand Street in Hayward, California. Come on by and, uh, visit with us. We're also going to be doing some online watch parties uh, with different people, different organizations that want to sponsor uh, a watch party. And so we want to encourage you to um, tune in to our, or like our Facebook page, Love Never Fails Store. And there you'll find out more about our upcoming watch parties. You can also uh, shop our products uh, online at store.loveneverfailsus.com. Lastly, I wanted to um, just encourage you if you um, would like to give back um, financially you can sign up today to become a member of Love Never Fails and you can do that by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate and there there will be a membership uh, sign up or you can give one time there as well and don't forget if you're if you work for a corporation and they have a matching uh, opportunity you can go back and they will match many of them like i believe cisco and google they're up to like 15 or twenty thousand dollars now it's pretty incredible so um we want to thank you all for for listening for tuning in for supporting this work And, um, of course, we always end our show making sure that if you haven't heard it before or if you need to know, uh, hear it again, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance, give up your heart.